Well, it's time to bring in our panel all about 5G. Jonathan Chaplin is with us, managing partner in New Street Research, and, and Roger Entner, founder, lead analyst at Recon Analytics. So let's talk 5G, the build-out, tech, telecom, some of the winners and losers. Jonathan, let's start with you with this rollout. Uh, what do you think is going right? What names in particular grab your attention? But just one name, Nicole, and that's T-Mobile. Um, what's really exciting about 5G is that it's not lifting all boats equally. Uh, the rewards are being very unevenly distributed across the carriers. And the, that's really exemplified in Spectrum. T-Mobile has the only good 5G Spectrum available to the carriers today. They've got a lot of it. They're rolling it out rapidly. Um, they're they're going to have a much better 5G network than Verizon and AT&T this year. And they're pricing that network at a discount. And we think they're going to take a boatload of share. Does it matter, Jonathan, at this point? Because a lot of people feel like they don't get 5G anyway, or is it a very big deal? A lot of people feel like they don't get 5G anywhere, anyway, or if they do get 5G, it shows up on their phone, but it doesn't really show up in any palpable improvement in the service they get if they're with AT&T and Verizon. If you're a T-Mobile customer right now in any of the markets that they've upgraded with their two and a half gigahertz spectrum, you'll notice a, a complete, you know, a transformational uh, difference in the, in the network speeds that you get you will have bounced up from somewhere around 30 to 40 megabits per second up to three or 400 megabits per second. It'll be completely different. T-Mobile had reached about a third of the country okay. by the end of last year with that spectrum, and they'll be at two thirds by the end of this year. And so not everybody's getting it today. It's rolling out steadily as the year right. progresses. AT&T and right. Verizon- Roger. At zero. Yeah, I want to give Roger a chance to get in here. Um, Roger, your thoughts. I know T-Mobile was definitely the one that uh, in our conversation with our team, I said, you better have T-Mobile ready. That's always a big one. Dish has been on there. We talk about AT&T and Verizon. What grabs your attention most when it comes to winners and losers? And you could even expand it out to the handphone, you know, whether it's Apple and Samsung or the towers. Uh, Roger, your thoughts. So I agree with uh, Jonathan that uh, T-Mobile is certainly best positioned uh, for 5G. I wouldn't completely write off uh, either AT&T uh, or Verizon, uh, as we saw from the earnings, especially as AT&T surprised. But when we look at the 5G rollout, yes, uh, T-Mobile is building about 2,000 sites uh, a month. Uh, Verizon is building uh, a little bit over a thousand sites uh, a month. And the winners here are uh, Ericsson, Samsung, a big winner, and uh, Ericsson. But one vendor I would watch is Airspan, which is a key partner of uh, Rakuten and uh, India's Geo. This is already a, a vendor that has completely switched to Open RAN, which is the technology that we're rolling out uh, soon here in the U.S. as well, and should benefit really greatly uh, from that. Hmm. Do either well, of you pick fine. stocks? Anybody can say which one, if you were going to buy a stock, any of the stocks, whether it's the towers, the handsets, the, the wireless carriers, anybody want to go out on a limb and say, I would definitely buy into that for the long term? Sure. So I think you heard from both of us that we'd buy T-Mobile um, for the short term, for the long term. 21 
uh, it's going to make you money over the next three to five years. It'll make you money. I also think you want to buy the towers. There's going to be a lot of infrastructure deployment over the course of the next uh, two years in particular. Um, the, the carriers have just spent $95 billion on Spectrum in an auction. It's the biggest Spectrum auction by a country mile. And now that they've spent the money on buying the Spectrum, the next few years is going to be about deploying that Spectrum and getting it built up. And it's I don't think that's reflected in expectations for the tower stocks at the moment. Um, and so that's another place to, to, to play. On a longer term basis, I think there's more upside in DISH than any of the other stocks we've spoken about. But that's going to take a while to play out. And it's certainly not for the faint of heart. Yeah. Hmm. yeah this is certainly, Roger, what are your thoughts? Expand on that. This is certainly a high risk, high, high reward uh, uh, stock. Uh, they have to build out the network over the next uh, six years. They are in the Which meantime, one are you talking about? Dish? Uh, Dish? Is that the one that you're talking about? Yes, Dish. Uh, uh -huh. And uh, in the meantime, Dish is going to run its network uh, or it's running on the T-Mobile network. But they have to build out distribution. They have to really get into this game. Uh, and then you have at the same time with Dish, the falling satellite business that is uh, funding the expansion into wireless. I think a much safer uh, upside are the cable companies. They are uh, steadily uh, growing, and typically their fourth quarter is their weakest quarter. Um, and so I would expect them to outperform, uh, and that is uh, particularly Charter and to a lesser degree uh, Comcast, to really perform really well in the first three quarters, if not uh, for the entire year. Mm -hmm. You mentioned uh, Ericsson and Samsung. What about Apple? No, but no love for Apple in this conversation. Quick thought, Roger. Uh, Apple is is always a good uh, good stock to buy. Uh, <laughs> Samsung is doing uh, very well, and it very much looks like in the U.S. market, at least, it turns into a two horse race between Samsung and uh, and Apple. And Apple is here yeah. winning. The other handset manufacturers right. falling by the wayside. Uh, Jonathan? Um, I'll leave Roger to talk about Apple. I'm focused on the carriers and the, um, and the equipment guys. I, I would chime in on cable, though. I think, uh, unlike Roger, the one I'd pick for the, for the next sort of three to six months is Altice. I think it's miles cheaper oh. than Comcast and Charter. Um, the market's really betting against their ability to grow in 2021. And I think we'll see a set of results from them next week that um, are pretty darn good. And as we move through 2021, the first part of 2021, um, I think the market's bet is going to be wrong. The, what's interesting is the company just bought back in one go 13% of its outstanding shares. Um, they did it through a tender offer. Um, and they, they did it because yeah. they, they've got confidence that the next several quarters are going to look really good at right. a time when the market's betting against them. And so yeah. management has better information than the market. We would bet with management on Ortiz. All right, Jonathan and Roger, thank you both so much. Jonathan Chaplin, managing partner, New Street Research, and Roger Etner, founder, lead analyst, Recon Analytics. Great conversation. Thank you.